Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live, coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. What do we do here? We teach people about real estate investing and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. Yes, we are a live program. We're real people who answer the phone. We don't do recordings. We have a live program. You can call us anytime during the show, and we'll take your calls. By the way, our school is open, wide open. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. We are local guys, accessible to our students, a minimum of two nights per week. If you want to learn this business, you should learn it from people who live it every day. Yo, Larry, what's up, man? When you say we're live, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm sorry. When you say we're open, what do you mean we're open? We're open? You mean as in like our doors are open? I mean like that no the, one? the school is open. So you mean like no one, no, no one's going to be turned away if they're not wearing a mask or anything like that? That's correct. And they also won't be turned away if they're over 25% capacity <laughs> or if they're sitting at a bar or if oh. they don't order food. Oh, that was so awful the other night. So Phil, you know, we go out, the, we go out, Phil and I go out with our wives every Friday night and we typically frequent a couple of places. And one of the things that annoyed the heck out of me was the fact that we're in a bar and we're at the table of the bar and all the bar stools are turned up because now Governor Wolf has once again mandated whatever the heck he wants because he's living in his ivory tower and doesn't care anymore. Now, I realize we're going off into political land again, but I got to be honest with you. Look, we're entrepreneurs. That's what we do. We teach you how to invest in real estate. We teach you how to invest in the stock market. But in the end, we're entrepreneurs. And when we see entrepreneurs getting beat up the way they're getting beat up, it really doesn't sit well with us. So that's why we had uh, Senator Doug Mastriano on a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, episodes ago and why we continue to preach the fact that you guys just need to open up your business. But I got to tell you something interesting, Phil. We, you know, so for you guys who are listening for the first time, uh, by the way, we're now on eight different radio stations, Phil. Did you know that? You know, I uh, I didn't count them up, uh, but exciting. I know we're on a bunch of radio stations. So we actually have a couple of stations launching this week, which is kind of neat, too. So if you're listening for the first time, just to tell you a little bit about who we are, we're Investor Schooling. We teach people how to invest in real estate and how to invest in the stock market, as we've said before. But what's really neat is every Thursday night we have a complimentary class, so people come to our complimentary class. Now, this is interesting because we've gotten a lot of great reviews. As a matter of fact, if you go to Google right now, you'll see it's almost 100 five-star reviews on Google about our school. But what really excited me was I got got a handwritten letter. It was a handwritten letter. This is like, this guy actually took the time to handwrite this letter. And I'm not going not to read the whole letter to you, but I do want you to 
I do want you to hear parts of what's in this letter because I thought it was really cool that he hand wrote, that they took the time to handwrite this letter. So this came from a guy named John, and it basically starts off with, hi, I've just returned from a second complimentary follow-up introduction overview of Vanessa schooling. And then he continues on, on the drive home, I was reflecting on and reabsorbing the massive amount of information exchanged by current students in class and online and other persons speaking an overview, I'm, see, I'm sorry, seeking an overview of your complete system of success using real estate and stock options trading. He continues and says, how refreshing and telling by by yours, Phil and Larry's visions of an enthusiasm for sharing your accumulated wealth of experience and knowledge in a friendly get down and do it methodology. I just thought that was so awesome. Finally, at the end of the last paragraph, or again, I didn't read the whole letter. I look forward to enrolling shortly in your compute in your compute yeah in your compute hold on in your complete. It's hard to read his uh, handwriting in your complete success system and taking my current. Back, background and experience and meshing my strengths and desire to succeed and give back and be coached to get undetermined success levels. And you know what? When he writes this letter, that's what we're here for. That's what we do. That's what makes us happy. That's what, that's the thrill of investing in, um, in real estate and stock options and teaching our students how to do the same. Well, you know, just listening to you read that letter, I have to ask you, did you go to public school? <laughs> You know, knowing you, I knew it was going to go in that direction. I mean, you know, you seem to have some trouble with the word complete or compute. I don't know. And uh, and a couple of other hiccups in there. All right, look from, here, guys. From this that- is the guy's handwriting. For the guys on Facebook Live, this is the guy's handwriting. It wasn't easy to read it. I probably right. should have. I probably should have put it on another piece of paper. But for now on, yeah, I'm easy. reading all the letters. All right, but, hey, you want to read this one again? Okay. Yeah, sure. Maybe later. <laughs> right. All right. So let's talk about what we're going to dis- be discussing on the show today. Would um, Would you be interested in learning uh, about what is creative financing? I think you should be. If you don't know what creative financing is, you better stick around because this is some of the greatest ways to buy houses with none of your own money or very little of your own money. If you want to learn that, and I can't imagine you wouldn't want to, stick around. We're also going to be giving you some stock option picks of the week. And we've had some uh, interesting questions emailed into us. Uh, One of them was, are you guys realtors? We're going to talk about that. Do you guys do flips? That same guy asked both those questions. And then um, we're also going to answer a question about how do you evaluate stock options. So these are just some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And, uh, you know, you can always email us your question if you're shy and you don't want to call us. You can email us at info at investorschooling.com. That's info at investorschooling.com. But better yet, we'd rather have you just call us at 855-939-1137. Yeah, call us, man. We, we want to talk to you. We love talking to people on when we're live. And right now we're live. And you can call us. You can call us at any time during the show. And, and uh, again, the phone number is uh, 855-939-1137. And the best part about that is we'll answer your question live. So I, I see there's actually some questions on Facebook Live. But if you guys want to call in, feel free to call in and you can talk to us directly. Uh, the question, uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Adonai. Now, that's interesting. Uh, interesting that he named himself that for, for, the, for the rest of the Jews out there. You know what that means, and that's kind of cool. But he has a question, which is, what is a normal cost for living trust? 
honestly, call in because if you call in, there's a lot of questions I got to ask you before I can even come close to ask to even finding out if you're not if you're even asking the question you want to ask. So especially when it comes to trust, there's a lot of there's not, it's not complicated. There's just a lot of things you need to ask first. So if you want to call in, feel free to call in. Again, the number eight three nine. I'm sorry, eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. All right, Phil. What else we got? Uh, well, I'm also seeing on Facebook that Antonio Frataloni is watching with us. And for all you Italians out there, you know what that means. Wait, what does it mean? I can't tell you. It's, uh, it's a secret club thing. It's a secret club thing? You know what? You know what you sound like, right? Go ahead. So shyster. He sounds like a mafioso shyster. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that guy who who called up and said I sounded like a mafioso shyster. How how would he know that? You know, I think he's just uh, picking on people who have vowels at the end of their name. That's what I think. Do you have a vowel at the end of your name? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a vowel at the end of my name too, though. You Steinhaus. Yeah, but something about that name uh, gives it away. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go on a quick commercial break, about two minutes. And when we come back, we're going to get right into some of these interesting categories like what is creative financing? So we'll be back in two minutes. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley, Executech Suites. Give us a call, 215-942-7701, 215-942-7701. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, I'm so excited. I want to welcome everybody in all those new radio stations that we're on. We're all over New Jersey. We're all over Pennsylvania right now. We're about to go into Delaware, too. Did you know that, that we're cutting a deal to go into a radio station in, Pennsylvania, in uh, Delaware, Phil? I didn't even tell you that yet. But for you guys who are listening for the first time, we want to welcome you to the show. And we want to let you know that if you call in, even if you're listening to it, because some, sometimes they're recorded and sometimes they're live. Uh, right now, you're listening to it live. But you don't know if you're listening to it live because you could be the recording, right, Phil? But if you call in at 855-939-1137 right now, you will actually either speak to us because we will be here live. Or if you wanted to ask a question, that phone number will be monitored all week. So if you want to ask us a question about something that's going on, 855-939-1137 is the phone number. And we would love to talk to you right now. So feel free to give us a call and ask us your question. All right, where are we going, Phil? Well, what do you want to start with? You want to start with uh, the question that was emailed in? How do you evaluate stock options? What's a stock option? I'll knock it off. Okay. I'll knock it off. All right, I like that question. Actually, I think that's a lot of fun. That's, it's a tougher question to answer without like a whiteboard and, and, uh, and, and uh, going through everything that we go through in the class. And, of course, if you want to find out more, go to InvestorSchooling.com and you can sign up for a free class. But let me see if I can help you a little bit with that. So to start with, just so you understand, a stock option gives you the option to buy a stock at a certain price. So we don't teach you how to trade stocks. We teach you how to trade stock options. Now, a lot of times what I will do is I will actually use a – it's a kind of a chart that I made up, and it kind of says uh, – it's a chart that says maybe, very likely, highly likely that this stock option is not going to lose you money. Now, again, I, you know, I'm trying to describe this to you, not exactly that easy over the radio, but what happens with this is I take a look at the price of the stock option. So let's say, for example, the stock is currently selling for 100 and I believe the stock will go up to at least $110 in, for example, the next three months. And the stock option is selling for $8 with a strike price of 100 A strike price of 100 meaning that I could buy the stock at, at 100 at any time. So if I pay $8 for this stock option and it and I have the option to buy it at 100 and I believe it's going to go to 110 or I very likely believe it's going to go to 110 I think that's a great deal because I know that at the very least I'm going to make $2. At the very least I'm going to make $2 on my stock options because I paid $8 for it. And it's worth $10. Now, again, if you didn't quite catch that, don't worry about it. Because if you come to InvestorSchooling.com, I will teach that to you over and over and over again until you fully understand it. Was that, was that a good explanation, Phil? Because I'm struggling with that on the radio. Yeah, I think it's sufficient for now. All right. Get your butt to uh, Investor Schooling. And, you know, if you've heard the ads that we were running where I say, get your butt to Investor Schooling, we've actually had people call up and complain about the foul language I use in the commercial. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, but exactly right. So the next question emailed in is, do you guys do flips? So how about you, Larry? Do you do flips? So I actually physically, the weirdest thing in my 38 years of this business, have never done a traditional flip. Now, a traditional flip to me is someone who buys a property, right, for a discounted price, puts a bunch of money into it, renovates it, and then sells it immediately. The really weird part is I've never done that. Now, have I bought properties at a discount and renovate them? Absolutely. Have I bought properties and uh, and you know not renovated them and sold them? Absolutely. Have I bought properties that mm. were great and just rented them? Absolutely. And that's really what it is. I never actually did a flip. You know, a uh, a real flip. I actually have either sold the property to someone else to flip it, 
or I've rented it. Now, I do a lot of rent, rehab, and rents because I'm a big believer in building my wealth, not building my current income. So income is one thing and wealth is another thing. I like to hold on to my properties. And whenever I sell a property, it's sad to me because I'm now losing that income. And a lot of times people will, instead of instead of uh, buying, instead of selling their property, they'll do what I do. And we, we instruct this too, is instead of, if you need the money out of your property, don't sell it, refinance it. Because for example, if your property is worth 100,000 and you maybe owe 50,000 and you sell that property for whatever, 100,000, right? And you get 50,000, forget about all the costs, but you get your 50,000, that 50,000 is taxable. If I was to now rent, uh, sorry, re finance that property, that 50000 is no longer taxable until I sell it years later. So I'd rather not do that. I'd rather make sure that I hold the property forever, I get a cash flow, and I have somebody else pay back the loan. Now, I know you do flips, Phil. So why don't we talk about that? Yeah, I don't do a tremendous amount of flips, but I do them when I think that the highest and best use for the property is to be flipped. So for example, I don't go into a real estate deal saying I'm going to flip this or I'm going to wholesale this or I'm going to keep it. I look at the house and the numbers on that house and I decide what the highest and best use for that house is. And if the highest and best use for that house is to flip it, meaning, okay, for example, I could wholesale it to somebody else for $10,000 profit, but if I flip it, I can make $70,000. Well, I'm going to be much more inclined to flip that house than I am to wholesale it. So I let the house dictate what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, and I'll tell you, that's something that we teach. This is kind of interesting. We have people come into our school, and they say, hey, I want to learn wholesaling. I want to learn this. I want to learn that. And th that's great. We'll, we'll teach every single one of those different techniques. We'll teach you subject two. We'll teach you wholesaling. We'll teach you how to buy and flip, whatever. But one of the things we try to teach our students is to let the property dictate how it's going to be bought or the property or actually the owner's situation to dictate how the property is going to be bought. When I go out to a property, I don't necessarily say, well, I'm going to wholesale this property or I'm going to, I'm going to subject to this property, which means taking over their mortgages. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with the property until I get there and talk to the owner. And what we have to do is we have to become problem solvers and we become problem solvers. We teach people, hey, listen, you know, people, we, I go see people and they tell us what their problem is and we solve their problem by buying their property. It has to be a win-win. And in fact, if it's a win-win, you always, you always make money and you always feel good about sleeping at night. Well, it's got to work for both parties or the people aren't going to do the deal with you. Absolutely. So, so yes, you're helping solve their problem. Now, often helping solving, solving their problem requires you to buy their house. But you can buy it in a way where you reduce some of the pain that they're experiencing. And that's kind of the way I like to look at it. So um, there's another question that came emailed in. It says, are you guys realtors? So why don't I talk about that for a minute? Oh, good, because, you know, that word always makes me upset. So uh, technically speaking, we are not realtors. We are actually real estate agents. And and if you're an agent, you understand that just means that we're not a member of BCAR or MCAR or PCAR, which is the uh, the associations for realtors that the realtors join these associations. So we're real estate agents, or we can say we're realtors, whatever we want to do. All right. Do we work as realtors? No, we really do not. Very, very rarely do we actually take a buyer out to buy a house or or help a seller sell their house. 
But, however, we do a lot of real estate deals ourselves, mostly dealing in properties that we are flipping, for example, or wholesaling or whatever it is that we're doing with it. And uh, in a case of a flip, if I was to decide to keep a property and flip it, uh, I could use my real estate license to sell that property and save paying someone else all those commissions. Or if I bought a house to buy and hold, I could do a lease option or I could simply rent that property out on the MLS. So if you, what I would say to people out there who are considering getting their real estate license, if you are going to be a real estate investor for real, you're going to buy numerous properties a year and you're going to do different things with them, like fix them up, like wholesale them, like sell them, like rent them, all of these things, then yes, it makes perfect sense to have a real estate license. So yes, we are realtors, we are real estate agents, but we don't necessarily work with clients is the answer. So yeah, I'll even take that a step further. We we kind of do work with clients, but typically our clients are not the typical client. Like, I mean, if you came to me and said, "Hey, I want to go buy a half a million dollar McMansion out in uh, I don't know in Bucks County," uh, I'll show it to you because you're my friend, but I really don't want to do it. But however, if you're if you're a real estate investor and you come to me and you say, "Listen, I want to buy a series of properties. I need somebody to negotiate for me." Yeah, that's exactly what I will do, and and we will be able to do that. In fact, we own a brokerage called the Investor Brokerage, and if you are a real estate agent, you probably want to work with us because first of all, we give you 100% commission, which is kind of neat, and we also deal 100% with, commission. How do we make any money, right, Phil? Did I hear that correctly? Yes, I know. Did, did, were you not at the meeting when we decided that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we give a hundred percent commission. Look, we're not we, we're not we're not trying to make a lot. We're just trying to really cover the the uh, the expenses on that business because we want that business for our students. We want that business for you. We want that business for us, just so that we can you know we can run deals through ourselves. Plus, the other thing the other thing that's really cool is. You know, if you're doing things like wholesaling, most brokers won't let you do wholesaling through them because they don't understand it and they're afraid of the liability. Uh, I, I'm the broker in this agency, and I, you know, if you do things the way I recommend you do them, well, look, I'm responsible. So it's my problem, not yours. If you go into a, a another agency, you know, one of the big agencies, and they tell you not to do wholesaling and you do it anyway, it becomes your problem. So we'll be more than happy to help you and stand by you and help you do the deal properly. All right, don't we have any – Do we have? well, you know, I just want to say real quick, if you guys want to call in, because I know there's a couple of people out there that are interested in talking to us, 855-939-1137. If you're in your car, call 855-939-1137. Or if you're on Facebook Live and you have some questions, you know, I see a couple of people putting some comments out there. Let's do it. 855-939-1137. Get on the air and let's talk about it. All right, guys, Phil, what do you got next? So let's talk a little bit about creative finance, and we got a few more minutes before we go to our next commercial break. So I'll tell you a little story. Uh, so I met this gentleman in West Philadelphia, and uh, his English is a little rough, but he's a good guy, definitely a good guy. And, uh, you know, I like to think that I'm able to read people. And when I meet people, I think that I, I can figure out what kind of person they are. Are they a good person or are they not a good person? You know, by the way that they act, their facial expressions, uh, everything about them tells you something. And if you learn how to read people, good way to do that is play poker. Uh, although I haven't played poker since uh, February, I believe. I think I forget how to play. You might have to play online. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. 
But uh, I try never to play games uh, online. It uh, seems counterproductive to working and, and making money. So anyway, what is creative financing? Well, there's several different versions of creative financing. Let's just talk about one right now. We, we call it seller financing. So what is seller financing? I might meet an individual. He might, ha he might be having a, uh, a problem selling his house for one reason or another. Maybe the house needs some work. Maybe um, let's assume in this scenario that he owns a house free and clear, meaning he does not have a loan on the house. You might find it interesting to know that in Philadelphia, approximately one out of every three houses has no lien against the house. Now, if you meet somebody like that, you could offer them a very attractive price to them. Maybe they're asking $65,000 and you bump the price to $75,000, but your $75,000 offer includes making payments to them over a period of years. So you could stretch out the money that you have to pay them instead of showing up to a settlement table with $65,000 cash plus the closing costs. Imagine that you could buy the house for $75,000, but you could spread the payments out over 10 years. If you don't understand the advantage to doing that, you should look up the time value of money and understand that money you give people today has a certain value. And money that you're actually paying somebody 10 years from now has a much different value. And that's an interesting little financing thing you can look into. So I did a deal with this gentleman in West Philadelphia recently. I agreed to buy his house, and I put a little clause in the contract that I gave him, and the contract clause said that in order for me to buy the property, the tenant must leave the property. Well, then COVID happened. Okay, so I did this deal like in uh, February, and then COVID happened, and he cannot get the tenant out. He cannot get the tenant out. He may not be able to get this tenant out until June of next year, for all I know, because the Philadelphia court system is going to be backed up with evictions for another year. So did COVID ruin my deal? Sure it did. And if the deal, if the tenant does move out of the property and the owner gets the tenant out of the property... Next year, I'll buy the property. I will honor the agreement. But what I will not do is buy a property with a tenant living in it that I cannot get out. I've been there, and I've done that in my life, and I sure don't want to do it again. Oh, sure. I just, you know, it's just right. these are these these are the things that I've been working on recently. We've had a couple of students who came up to us with some people in, you know, people in uh, Montgomery County and also Philadelphia who had the same problem where they can't get rid of their tenant because because of COVID. Yeah. So we've been making phone calls. I've been helping to make some phone calls, and what we discussed was, you know, paying them off. And a couple of people are open to it because they know it, the doors are about to open up, the court system is about to open up. And what I would do right now if i had to is i would say listen mr tenant this is what i'll do for you you owe me four months rent and if i take it to court i'm gonna win it's just a matter of time so i could you know we could wait another month and i'm gonna win and you're gonna be evicted and also i'm going to uh gonna, i'm gonna put a, a judgment against you or i'll tell you what just go i won't go to court i won't put a judgment against you i'll wipe the debt clean you owe me nothing and i'll even give you a thousand dollars to go and we've had that conversation with a couple of tenants not my tenants but a couple of students tenants 
And there are a couple of people highly, who are definitely considering it. And th these would be the ways that you may be able to resolve a problem like that. But understand that this is unprecedented times. I, I mean, I've been doing this my whole entire adult life since I've been 18 years old. And, and I've never seen anything so bizarre in my life where the court system is saying, no, we're not going to evict anyone. You know, sometimes it was weird and, you know, you get a weird judge or whatever. But this is weird when it comes down to to the court system saying we are not going to evict anyone for any reason if you're a landlord too bad so right now in philadelphia it's no evictions until the so end of the year right the year, exactly right that's insane yeah it is it is insane you know? and, and then you have to also if you remember we had the hapco guys on you also have to <laughs> you also have to work it out with your tenant so if they owe you money they have they're given nine months to pay you back so they have to add to their rent and whatever whatever it is they owe you 100 bucks a yeah. month extra like that's gonna happen yeah like they're gonna pay the rent i mean if i don't even know where to begin with this. I'm just really glad that I made a decision to not own anything in Philadelphia. And I know you made the decision to leave Philadelphia a long time ago for reasons like this. Yes. Yes, it's true. I did. I did leave Philadelphia, but I still am known as Philadelphia Phil. Are you still known as Philadelphia Phil? Well, you know, I live in Warminster now, but Warminster Phil just doesn't have the same ring. Well, it, it's all because of this. He sounds like a mafioso shyster. And that's why you're still Philadelphia Phil. Well, All right. um, if you remember the uh, explanation about this deal, Larry, when we first talked about it, you remember when we all got together at that uh, hotel lobby the night we were having the big dinner event and we talked about this deal? Yes, I do. I, I, know, I know the deal, too. I, I don't know if you remember, but I actually went there with you to look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, yeah. you met the guy, too, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, the thing about this deal is it was a little tight on the positive cash flow. Right. But I was willing to do it because it was going to be paid off in like six years or something, right? And it, it even had um, even had a little bit of equity in it, maybe above and above the asking price that the seller wanted. So I could theoretically buy it and then turn around and sell it right now. Or I could just sit on it for six years and then have myself an asset that's worth over $100,000 maybe and uh, sell it then. So there's definitely some long-term plays for me, but I don't like to do long-term plays if they hurt my current cash flow. Well, the, the crazy part about this is you probably could close on it right now and probably could sell it for probably ten or 15000 more than you, than you just bought it for because, believe it or not, Real estate is on fire right now. I mean, it is crazy on fire right now. I, I've never seen anything like this, where it's where people are putting houses on the market, and in a week they're gone. So, what do you do in that scenario? If I buy the property for the for the contract price that I have it under, and I can't get the tenant out. I don't think it's going to be that easy to sell when you have a tenant stuck in there. No, you have the same problem. You're not exactly right. The tenant is the major out. problem. Yeah, absolutely, I, yeah. Nothing else about the deal concerns me whatsoever. If the tenant was gone, I would just buy the thing and it would be done. Yeah, you know, if you, if you'd like, uh, actually, Phil, why don't we? Uh, if you want me to talk to the tenant, maybe we can go there together. That could be fun. This is one of the things that I enjoy doing. I enjoy making people offers and making them happy and well, getting rid of them. Yeah, we could talk about doing that. We could talk about doing that. <laughs> and if we do, it'd be great. We could talk I mean, about it. We could talk about it on the air. Look, I really like the seller. He's a good guy. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, I remember, he yeah. just he just has a major major communication problem. Yeah, that's all. All, all right. right. So uh, this example that I'm talking about, this is a creative financing strategy. It's called seller financing. This is something that. You're not going to do this kind of deal every day, but I'll tell you what you will do. You will come across these deals on a regular basis, two or three of them a year. And if you're smart enough 
to negotiate on behalf of creating creator financing via seller financing. This is a strategy that can help make you rich very quickly. How'd you like to buy a house and have it paid off in six and a half years? Huh? Six and a half years? Yeah, not 30 years. Six and a half years, right? You want to get rich in this business, you buy and hold properties, and you, you figure out ways to pay those properties off. Now, would I pay off a 30-year loan early? Maybe. It depends on the situation. It depends on the uh, circumstances of the loan. But in a loan like this, uh, this kind of loan where I'm paying directly to the seller is an amazing way to build your net worth and really provide rocket fuel to your net worth and to your portfolio. So, you, you, you know, uh, we talk about this often in the school about the building that we are in. So the building that we're in, when you come over to our office in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, when you come to our office, this building was done with seller financing, creative seller financing, actually. And the owner, I pay, we pay, I should say the owner, $1,000 a month is what we pay the owner to own this building. And it was kind of a neat little situation because we were able to negotiate that based on the seller's needs of selling the property and what he was going to do with the money. And that's really important that you understand that we worked it out with the seller to be in his best interest as well as our best interest. And that's how we uh, obtain this building for 0% interest and $1,000 a month. And if you come to the building, you'll actually see that it's a really great deal at that price. And at the end, we have a balloon payment. In 10 years, we have a balloon payment. I think it's 110000 or something like that. But it's, it's, it's a wonderful building that we, that's probably worth a little over $300,000 that we were able to finance with seller financing. Yeah, it's a. I love when people say, "Well, uh, oh, no one's going to do that. You oh, can't yeah. do that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, have whatever limiting beliefs you want to have. But, That's uh, the book. We, yep. We've That's done the it book. many yep. times. Yeah. We've done it many times. Yeah. I did a, a you know a tiny home park in Siesta Key, Florida, which I still own, and that had seven hundred and change in seller financing payments over the course of twenty years, fifty two hundred dollars a month for twenty years. And uh, I just love when people say, well, you can't do that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it, but I'm actually doing it. No, you've done it. Forget about can't. Yeah. yeah. I've done doing, it. You've done I'm it. I'm doing it now. I'm continuing to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Whatever people want to believe. Yeah, it's funny. And then, you know, then, then you'll get the questions. Because the student will ask the questions. Usually the students who are brand new or, or wannabe students will come in and they'll say, well, you know, why would somebody sell you a house for less money than it's worth? They need to move. They need to go. They need to go now. I have something that they that they want, and what they want is they want out of their property. I have a way to get them out of their property quickly. Do they care if they get a, a, a ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars less? No, it's not their issue. Their issue is they need to go. I remember I took over a property from uh, some from somebody in a, a woman who had a child, and she had to get her son into a new school system. Her house was a disaster. She was a hoarder. And she needed to get her son into a new school system, and she needed to go right now. She couldn't wait for the house to sell. She couldn't wait for anything. She said, I need you to close in a week and a half. Can you do that? I said, absolutely. I did it. And it was done, and she was done, and we were able to negotiate that where she, wa where she walked away. I took over her payments on her property, and everything was great for her. In the end, when I was all done with that property, I made about $58,000 on that property. Could she have made that $58,000? No, she wouldn't have made that $58,000. She could have possibly sold the property for about ten, dollars maybe $15,000 more if she would have waited and 
that would have not resolved her problem. So you're looking for people with problems. You know, a lot of times people talk about this. It's like, you know, should I look for distressed properties? Yeah, you can look for distressed properties, but distressed properties aren't necessarily the ones you want to buy. Distressed owners are the properties Distressed owners who own properties are the ones you want to buy and the ones you want to look at. So make sure you start to look for people who have problems, divorces, uh, financial issues, bankruptcies, foreclosures, uh, tax liens, anything that that makes them want to move quickly is going to help you in your search for properties that you're going to make money on. Well said. So uh, well, thank you. I, I I should probably open a school or something and teach that kind of stuff. Yeah, you probably should. You probably should at some. You point. you want to partner on it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, we're in the business of buying and selling houses all the time, and uh, it's not like the main thing that we focus on in investor school, and we fo- focus on teaching our students how to go out and find these properties for themselves, how to negotiate them, how to buy them, how to fund them, how to fix them, you name it. All facets of real estate investing are taught here at Investor Schooling. But every once in a while, Larry and I are wheeling and dealing in multiple properties. If you go to my Facebook page right now under Phil Falcone, you will see uh, I just put up about, uh, I believe, six new properties that I just put up. And it just—it's a really cool learning experience just to go look at them and see uh, what possible deals are out there and and how cheaply some properties are being offered. And if you're interested in in uh, coming to the school for a complimentary class this Thursday night at 7 p.m., you are invited. Not only you, but anybody that you want to bring with you. You wanna you wanna get a hot date and take her to a real estate meeting. She'll be very impressed on your desires to improve your net worth and to improve the your future buying power. Always bring a date to a real estate meeting. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's probably the only place you can go on a date where masks are not required. <laughs> you can't go anywhere on a date anyway. Right, exactly. So you might as well come to Investor Schooling Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Just go to investorschooling.com, put your name and email address in, and bring your date. Yeah, and we will be more than happy to have some fun, enjoy, have you enjoy your time. And, you know, if you're on a date, we will, I don't know, will we do something special? Will we, we'll, we'll give her flowers or something? Or we, him flowers? No, but we will give them free coffee and water and some snacks. I know. If you're on a date, we'll give you a free copy of our book. Which, what's the name of our book again? It's called uh, uh, How We Got Rich, <laughs> Investing in Real Estate Investing and Stock Option Investing. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. The, 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 the name of the book is so long that we don't even know the name of our own book. That's, that, that's how funny it is. But yeah, we, we'll give you, if you come on a date, we'll give you a free copy of our book. How's that? And, and that way you could give it to your girl or your guy, whatever, depending on who's bringing the, the other one, as a, as a present for, for them to have as a date. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get to the really exciting part of our show. So we're going to go on a quick commercial break for two minutes and when we come back we're going to give you our stock option picks of the week you do not want to miss this even if you're not interested in investing in stocks or stock options you want to hear these picks because you'll begin to understand the opportunities that are out there for you at investorschooling.com we'll be back in two minutes 
Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorne this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorne, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley, Executech Suites. Give us a call, 215-942-7701, 215-942-7701. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, we're we're out here. We are here in our Langhorn headquarters. So, a lot of you guys don't know this, but we actually transmit out of our Langhorn headquarters at Investor Schooling. And the reason we do this is, you know, as you know, uh, COVID caused a whole bunch of problems with everyone and everything out there. So, what we did was we actually built a studio in our basement. So, we are connected to to these radio station live right now and we're connected to them and we have we, we it's actually like we're in another room over there except we're here and our system lets us do that if you ever wanted to come by the 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 uh office and take a look at our studio we'd be more than happy to show it off we're actually pretty proud of it you if you're on facebook live you're actually seeing pictures of it while we're transmitting but at the same time it's kind of neat but if you have any questions and you want to call us right now you can call us at 855-939-1137 and when you call you'll actually be talking to our producer who's john he's out there and and uh he will answer the phone but if we're not live and you happen to call and think we're live because we're on eight different times a week now in different stations, and uh, sometimes they're pre-recorded. If you're not live and you call 855-939-1137, if we're not live, someone will answer the phone, and sometimes it's even me. So if you want to call and ask me a question about anything that has to do with real estate or stock options, please call. All right, Phil, I got a question for you. So a little while ago, we heard your commercial again for Executech Suites, right? Yes. 
You bought that property with $15,000 in the bank, right? $10,000. $10,000 in the bank. Yeah. Okay, that's even cooler, right? Yeah. So he had $10,000 in the bank. You bought this $2.5 million office building. $2.1 million. Uh, two, okay. Two, $2,150,000, actually. Not bad, right? And you got a loan for it, but you needed to come up with the down payment money, and you always tell the story about the down payment money, which is kind of neat. But I, what I really want to know is the day you close on that building, so you're driving back from closing, and... Are you afraid? Are you scared about the decision you just made to buy this major building with an incredibly high mortgage payment? No, I, I wasn't scared the day I bought it. Uh, I was thrilled that I pulled it off. Frankly, I had no business buying a building for $2.1 million with $10,000 in the bank. But I, I got a little bit lucky on the circumstances, as you know the story, which, yes. I, which I tell at the school every But I don't think more. it was luck. I think it was perseverance. I think you desired to buy that building that it just oh, yeah. fell in place. Sure, that always has something to do with it. But uh, I did get a little bit lucky just because if the realtor had just asked the one question, hey, Phil, uh, you seem like a nice guy, but uh, in order to buy this building, you'd need to have almost half a million dollars in cash. And he forgot to ask that question. And that realtor, by the way, earned $130,000 on the sale of that Amazing, building. Right? Amazing. Yeah, really. Amazing. He didn't deserve $13. Well, the cool part was he did deserve it because he didn't ask the question. If you would have asked the question, he would have got nothing. <laughs> but but again, so, so... But you know what I mean. He yeah, should have right. never taken the building off the market for 90 days to an unqualified buyer. Absolutely. And then... And, and, and again, the reason I'm asking is because you know, a lot of people out there are like, oh, you know, I want to get involved in real estate and I'm scared. So I don't really believe that anyone should be scared to buy a building. If you buy the building and honestly, if the absolute worst thing that happens is you totally screw it up, okay, big deal. You totally screwed it up. You're not going to, it most likely won't change your lifestyle. It actually probably, if it does work, it'll change your lifestyle tremendously. Phil, how has that building changed your lifestyle? Well, the first time I really was excited about buying the building was about uh, several weeks after I bought it and all the rent checks started coming into my office. You know, I, I knew that the building had a $42,000 a month rent roll, but it's hard to imagine that until the checks started coming in. And it was, you know, over the course of a week, let's say, the bulk of the people in the building paid their rent. And when you, when you don't have that kind of income and then all of a sudden it's coming at you in waves, it's uh, very exciting. Yeah, I, I bet it. I bet it was really exciting. You know, yeah. even even you know when I get my rent checks. So it's funny when I buy a new building, the first thing I do is I try to rent it, and then I then I get my first check. But it used to be long ago that I would wait for that check. Like I mean, you know, I, I'm not talking about like waiting for the check because it was late. But it was the 28th of the month. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till that check comes. The 29th of the month. I can't wait till that check comes. The 30th of the month. I can't wait till that check comes. The check's not even due to the first, and I'm all excited about the check coming because I want to know that I made a good choice. Honestly, at this point, I just know they're coming. I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I, you know, I, I have processes in place to make sure that my rent gets paid and also that the tenants know what happens if they don't pay it. It's not going to be good for them. So we have – so I, I tell you, if you're out there and you want to buy property, just go buy it. Go buy it, go buy it, go buy it. If you're not sure how to evaluate a property, of course, that's what we're here for. You can go to investorschooling.com and find out. By the way, it's a free class. So this Thursday, if you want to take a free class, just show up. Um, but actually, RSVP first so we know you're coming. But go to investorschooling.com. It's a free class. In fact, we'll even give you two free classes. We're going to give you a free class on Thursday. And then on Monday, we're going to invite you back to a mastermind meeting. And if the school's something for you, then we'll talk about it. If not, it's okay. We'd be more than happy to teach you some stuff for two days for no cost. So show up. 
All right, Phil. What do you think? Should I talk a little bit about stock options? Yeah. Lay it on us. Tell us about your picks of the week. All right. I am nervous about a pick that I have right now, actually, and it happens to be American Airlines. Now, I really, really thought that by now we'd be out of the woods in COVID. I thought it would be done. I thought we'd be finished with this. I thought, you know, it would be like, oh, yeah, things are getting better. Everything's getting better. Everything's getting better. Now, I did not I did realize that there was going to be a resurgence of COVID. That's obvious because, you know, now you, you let people back out of their jail cells, I mean, or their homes that, uh, you know, that they were locked up for by our gracious governor who finally let us out. And... Of course, you're going to have an increase in cases, but I also expected that life would go back to normal, and it's sort of going back to normal, but not as normal as I thought. In fact, it, we're not even supposed to be live on the radio right now. I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas, and I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas with my, my wife because our anniversary is this week, and we're supposed to be celebrating in Vegas. Well, about four days ago, we just decided to cancel the trip. I, I, I do not want to wear a mask on a plane for five hours to go to Vegas. I just don't want to do it. So I'm not going to do it. And I, I, and the best way for me to not to do it is just not go on the trip. The casinos also had the same rule. You had to wear a mask while you're there. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. This is a nightmare. So because I thought American Airlines was going to pop and their earnings is coming in about two weeks, or about actually about 10 days, I know the earnings are going to be crushed, but what I'm really looking for is the guidance. I'm looking for them to say that things are getting much better. Now, I do know planes are starting to fill up a little bit better, and you're getting pictures of people on planes complaining. The cool part is you're getting people with pictures of people on planes complaining that other people aren't wearing masks, but it shows that the plane is somewhat full, not as full as it used to be. So again, it's not a bad choice uh, for American Airlines. The only thing is, again, I thought it would be better. We'll have to see what the earnings do because typically we teach you not to hold options over earnings. But because I bought them too early, I'm going to have to hold these over earnings. At the same time, we also have expiration dates going into January. Uh, I think I, we have a lot of students. And I th- are you in it too, Phil? Are you in American Airlines? Yes. Okay, you're in it too. Yeah, but I so. sold early. Oh, you do? You sold it? Okay, okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, so we have some students in it too. And look, the most likely it's going to recover and everything's going to be fine. It's going to take a little bit longer. You know, it's funny. Uh, we have somebody on, online who said, uh, whose name is Luke, and he's mentioning cruises. It's the same thing with the cruise ships, with RCL and CCL. The cruise ships are supposed to start taking off again uh, in September, end of September, middle of September, and we'll see if they do. You know, if they don't, the cruise lines are in real trouble at this point. You know, I believe that that was pre-planned to go out to September, even though they kept announcing it one one more, one one more, one one more, yeah, one more month. But I believe it was pre-planned for September, and we're going to have to see what that's going to be like. Look, my wife and I love going on cruises. We go on five or six cruises a year, and we have a good time, and we've canceled two already this year. We have one coming up in November, and I I also happen to think it's going to be great. I think the cruise lines are going to be great stock, CCL and RCL, or Norwegian Cruise Lines as well, will be great stock picks if the world comes back to somewhat normal. You know, you guys have to go out there and stop wearing your masks and start opening stores and stop closing your restaurants and take the bar stools back down and put them in front of the bar and let the and let the people go there and buy drinks and drink. It is unbelievable that you guys are listening to these outrageous governor mandates that are killing your businesses. And I'm going to tell you, when you stop doing that, your life is going to be so much better. Don't be afraid of the big bad wolf anymore. I'm going off on a rant, but I'm going to do it anyway. Don't be afraid of the big bad wolf anymore. It's unbelievable what this guy is doing to you and doing to your business. Stop it. Stop him. 
Are you fed up yet? I oh, just it's, put a, that up. it's a real shame that, you know, all these people who've had lifelong businesses. I just drove by one in Jakentown. And I, uh, the name eludes me at the moment. It's a pizza shop. And they've been in business for exactly 100 years, and they're closed now. Uh, it's a shame. I mean, it, it, and this is going to happen. So I'll tell you what, if you'd like to go out and uh, eat dinner and have a few cocktails on the weekends, uh, it's going to be a lot harder to do six months from now because I think Wolfman Hack is going to uh, put a whole lot of businesses out of business. And how about all the employees, the bartenders, the waitresses, the cooks? These are not wealthy people. These are people that are usually young and working their way up in the world, and they need that income. And to just keep putting all these arbitrary, ridiculous rules that make no sense. Larry, can you explain to me... Why, if I want to get a drink in a restaurant, I have to eat something with it. What the heck does that got to do with COVID? Well, here's the deal. So you have to order anything, right? So you need to order French fries because for years we've been told that French fries are really bad for you, right, Phil? I mean, do you agree? I mean, you're a health nut, right? Are French fries really bad for you? Well, I like French fries, so I'm not going to say nothing bad about them. But you, but you got to admit they're really bad for you, right? They're fried food, right? <laughs> yes. But if you, have a, if you have a plate of French fries next to your drink, you won't get COVID. So that's really great because now you can take a food that was so unhealthy and it becomes healthy because you won't get COVID because you have a set of French fries next to your drink. Pfft, unbelievable. I'd really like to see a revolution against everything that Governor Wolf does. I really would love to see that. But I don't own a bar. I don't own a restaurant. I'm just a guy who has access to eight radio stations. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're actually in New Jersey, too. So you guys in New Jersey were listening to this. Stand up to that governor, too. He's out of his mind. He, he, he's out of his mind. And you guys think you have it bad? Let's face Come it, Come over here. Let's call it what it is, okay? Communism? What is all this about? What is it really about? It's well, to take Trump out. Definitely. That's what this is all about. And, I mean, if I worked in a bar and I was a bartender or a waitress or a cook, hopefully they're all going to become Republicans because— it's the Democratic governors who are doing this, and I don't think they're fooling anybody in the process. Oh, it doesn't matter if they're fooling anybody. They're getting away with it. That's the problem. If everybody just stood up and said, Governor, we're not going to listen to anything you say or do anymore, he will go in the corner, he'll have his little tantrum, and it'll be over. We'll just stop listening. And he'll eventually say, well, fine, you guys don't want to listen. Fine, you can do whatever you want. I hope you get sick and die. Wah, wah, wah. That's what's going to happen. So stop listening to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple more cries, will you? Wah, wah. I tell you what we need to do. We need to have a political show. Forget this investor schooling stuff. Let's just have, we need to do uh, during the week drive time and have a whole political show about how people are being taken advantage of. Is that some kind of dream you've had in your life to become a political radio talk show host? It was never political, but now it's becoming political. Yeah, I understand it's becoming political because we're living in an incredibly politicized time. However, we are on here to represent an amazing school that teaches people how to build their net worth, how to make money in stock options, how to become uh, knowledgeable in financial strategies that you may or may not have ever thought of. And these are the kind of things that we want you to come and see us on Thursday night at 7 o'clock at investorschooling.com. All you have to do is put your name and email address in and let us know that you're coming. Let us know where you heard about us, hopefully from this radio show. 
and then come out and just have some fun. There's no pressure. If, if you come out and look at the school, just hang out, bring a guest, bring a date, bring your sister, bring your kids, bring anybody who wants to learn about real estate investing and stock option investing. And that's really the, the whole thing behind it. So I want to take a minute and thank our producer, John Cole, for helping us out today. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor our next to, on our next show, just email us at invest, info at investorschooling.com. See you next week here at Investor Schooling Live, 3 p.m. every Sunday, 2 p.m. every Saturday. And we're on eight other radio stations, and I don't even have that list. So just if you're looking for us, just uh, scan through the AM radio stations. So um, don't forget to visit InvestorSchooling.com for your complimentary class. We will like expect you to sign up before you come to our class on Thursday night at 7 p.m. at InvestorSchooling.com. We also have a buyer's list where we pump out property sometimes on OurBuyersList.com. We have a brokerage called Investor Brokerage. If you want to hang your license and get 100% commission and be able to do real estate investing strategies, we're the guys to help you do it. We are out of here. <laughs>